Turn in your Bibles this morning to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I titled this message this morning, The Answer to Forgiveness. And you know, there was a couple things as I was praying last night that God spoke to my heart. And uh, we'll get into that as we go. But what does it take to really forgive someone? You know, sometimes it's easier to forgive somebody than it is at other times. Sometimes, and I don't know, this is not one of those things that I usually have much of a problem with. You see some people that just... They just hold a grudge and they'll hang on to it and hold on to it forever. And they say, okay, I forgave them. And then you start to talk to them about it. Before you know it, they're mad again. The anger starts to come back. They hadn't really forgave them. They just kind of, the, the emotions kind of died down is really what it all boils down to. But I'm one of those kind of people I can just, just you know, a few days from now, I only remember you did something to me. It just goes away. And I, that's a blessing from God, I'll tell you all right now. But... What does it take to really forgive somebody? What is the process you have to go through? You know, there, there is a, a certain thing that, that happens when somebody does something to you and there's, there's feelings and emotions that come in. The Word that we just read tells you that, that if you don't forgive people when they do wrong to you, that God is not going to forgive you when you've done wrong to Him. So, where, where is the problem? What, what is the difficult part about forgiving somebody? Why is it that sometimes it's just you can't get over it? Well, it hurts. It hurts when somebody does you wrong. Especially when it's somebody that's close to you. You just think, man, I never thought they would do that to me. I think the best way to understand forgiveness is to understand how we receive forgiveness. Because you know our lives as Christians are to be modeled after Christ. That's what the whole thing means. That's what the word means. It means Christ-like. So we need to understand what He does to forgive us. And to do that, I want to turn you to another scripture in Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 15, For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So you see, we must understand what grace is. Because that's where we receive our forgiveness. It's, it's through grace. Now what is grace? Several of you have heard me talk about grace before, but let's, let's make sure everybody's on the same sheet. Mercy is not receiving what you deserve. 
in terms of punishment. Grace is, is almost the opposite, but the two go hand in hand. Grace is giving you what you don't deserve. Okay? We all, as sinners, deserve eternal death in hell. We deserve punishment because we are outside of God's law. He is perfect, He's just, He's truth, and He's holy. And we're none of those things in our natural condition. But because of grace, because He sent His Son to die on a cross, the one that founded grace. Now understand this. Understand what this Scripture means. It says we can come boldly to the throne of grace. He that sits on the throne, His kingdom is based on grace. That's the founding principles in this holy kingdom is grace. He's given you what you don't deserve. He's given you forgiveness for your sins. Now that we understand that, let's think about forgiveness again. Somebody does you wrong. You ever heard somebody say, oh, I can't forgive them. I'll never be able to forgive them for what they did to me. Why? Because you don't understand grace. Because you see, it has nothing to do with what that person did to you. It has nothing to do with who they are. Why do you owe them forgiveness? The same reason Jesus gives you forgiveness. It ain't got nothing to do with Him owing you anything. It ain't got nothing to do with how good you are. It has to do with His His great providence and what He has provided to you is grace. That forgiveness when you don't deserve forgiveness. You've done everything in your life that's contrary to His Word and you go to Him and say, God, forgive me. I'm wrong. What does He do? He forgives you. You didn't deserve it. There ain't nothing you could do to earn it. He just gives it to you. Now listen, that is a picture of how we should be to other people. You may sit there and say, well, I ain't no way I can forgive that person. They ain't done nothing to receive forgiveness. They hadn't even come and said they're sorry. But I want you all to understand that this mighty throne that the King Jesus sets on that's based on grace, that grace was provided before you asked for it. The forgiveness is there. It said that His blood washed away all sin. Before you ever stop to say, God, forgive me. It was already done. So when you start thinking, well, that person ain't ever done nothing to me to ask for forgiveness. They ain't ever tried to make it right. Well, see, that's where you're wrong. You should have already forgave them before they even ask. I'm not trying to tell y'all today that I'm perfect in this area. Because I'm not. I get mad just like everybody else. I get hurt. People do me wrong. And I want to have a little pity party about it. I'm just like you. These Scriptures tell us that the source of grace, the place that we go, listen, we go to the source 
This is what the Scripture tells you. It says you can come boldly to the throne of grace. It didn't say you had to find some, some salesman somewhere that's dealing grace second hand. It didn't say there was some kind of middleman that you had to go to. No, it said go to the throne of grace. The very place is provided boldly. Why? To obtain mercy. You see, that is the way you obtain mercy and forgiveness is by going to the source. If it's so easy for us to obtain forgiveness from, from the Creator of the universe... Why has it got to be so hard for somebody to obtain forgiveness from you? Why do we feel like it's our duty to make it hard on them? Make them feel just as bad as possible? You know, Jesus didn't wait to die on the cross until everybody said, I'm sorry. He did it beforehand. He did it before you were born. He did it while, you know, he, He already knew who you were. But He didn't wait around for for everything to just line up just right for your life to come to Him. No, He he provided forgiveness ahead of time. I'm not here to argue with you today about how somebody treated you or how wrong they were. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day And all they had to say was how these other people had done them wrong. But they never stopped and, and looked at the fact that, you know, maybe they caused some of this. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever stop to think that those people you think treated you so bad, this could be a result of something you've done? You know, we, we start thinking that it's all their fault. How they ought to just be truly sorry for what they've done and come to us on their knees begging for forgiveness. But we don't want to stop and look at ourselves and say, you know, I might have contributed to that. I'm not here to argue with you today about how bad somebody's treated you and how wrong they are. What I'm here to talk to you about today is to tell you that none of that matters. It don't matter what they did. It don't matter what their intent was. They may, listen, they may have intended on hurting you. It may be all their fault. None of that matters though. It's beside the point. How many times have you done wrong in God's eyes? Intentionally. How many times have you sinned to the degree and you knew at the time this is sin, but you did it anyway? And then after it was all over, conviction set in and you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. And then you go to God. What does He say? No, I ain't going to be able to forgive you of that. You knew what you was doing and you did it anyway. I ain't going to forgive you. No, He don't say that, does He? He, What does He do? He says, come here. I love you. You're one of mine. Your sin is forgiven. And I was listening to a song the other day, and it was it was based around the the prodigal son story. And the guy said in the song that 
he's talking about going back to his dad, you know, and kind of the course of the song is mercy came running. See, he didn't have to go back to his dad and fall down on his knees and tell him, oh, I, I did you so wrong. He didn't. No, mercy came running and met him. He said, oh, I'm so glad to have you back. See, that is the kind of attitude that we as Christians need to have. We need to be looking at people and saying, man, I know you did me wrong, but I'm going to forgive you anyway. Because that is the way I should feel. Yeah, I'm hurt right now, but the Word tells me that I need to love you. I need to forgive you. That's how we need to deal with people. I'm not telling you you're going to get over it any quicker. I'm not telling you that it don't still hurt. But I'm telling you, the way to forgive somebody is unconditionally. You can't, you can't give people ultimatums. You can't say, I'm going to forgive you if. That's not the way it works. That's not true forgiveness. You can't, you can't apply conditions to these things. You've got to say, I forgive you no matter what. Because listen, the ultimate answer, the end to this thing, is when you don't forgive, this Scripture just told you, it's you it hurts. It's you and your relationship with God. That person may not even realize they did anything to you. But when you don't forgive them, it's God that says... Till you forgive them, my blessings are withheld. My forgiveness is withheld. Until you get that thing out of your heart and out of your life, I can't commune with you. You can't be a part of my life, my family, whatever you want to call it, my, my inheritance, until you understand what forgiveness is. You can hold on to that thing all you want to, you can let it build and, and grow and, and take over your life. And you may say, well, how is this one little thing going to affect me like that? But listen, I have seen it time after time. People let one little thing grow into something major. Before you know it, you don't even remember what happened the first time. But every time... Something happens after that. It just builds. And you say, oh, that's sorry, so and so. They treated me wrong all my life. Before you know it, you don't remember why this all started. You don't remember why it is you have such anger and hatred in your heart for them. If you would have just forgave them to start with, that one little thing, you wouldn't have even remembered it 10, 20 years later. And you'd, you'd have a relationship with that person. You might say, I don't want to have a relationship with them. Well, that's fine. You understand, God didn't tell you you have to like everybody. But you do have to love them. You do have to forgive them. Forgiving somebody doesn't mean you have, you have to be buddies with them. The true test when you know if you've forgiven somebody is when you can't really remember much about it a year or so later. If you really forgive somebody and somebody says, hey, what was that that happened between you and so-and-so a few years back? And you're like, man, I don't know. 
I kind of remember us having a little thing. I don't really remember what it was all about. You know you forgave them then. But if somebody asks you and you say, Oh, yeah, I remember, man, that guy, he he did this and that, he stole from me, he what you know, and it all starts coming back up, you hadn't got forgiveness. You don't understand grace. You may know the definition. You may know what Jesus did, but you don't understand true grace. Because listen, grace flows from that throne in abundance. The Word says that He is good and His mercy endures forever. It means that there is no end to it. When you, when you go back to Him and you say, God, I, I did it again. How many times have y'all asked God for forgiveness for the same thing? More than once. Now, how many times has somebody done you wrong the same way? More than once. And you said, no, you ain't going to get me again, buddy. Trick me once, shame on you. Trick me twice, shame on me. Uh Uh-uh, I ain't going to let that one slide. I forgave you the first time, but I ain't going to let it go again. How many of y'all have said that before? Oh, man, I tell you what. Y'all know better than that. Shouldn't matter what somebody did to you. What should matter is how you stand with God. That's what that's where it boils down to. And when it, listen, I ain't gonna let what somebody else did to me stand between me and God. 